0: What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Sky Central. Me and Christian in the building today, and we're going to be talking about the Athletes Unlimited Tournament, tournament, the WNBA Draft, the Chicago Sky overall. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. Welcome to Chicago Sky Central, and here's your host, Hayes we welcome welcoming Christian in the building, man. One of the biggest supporters of the W that I know, man. And I, I love having, like, you're the only second guest I've ever had on the show because I refuse to bring people on the show that I know don't actually follow the W in and out. Um, I'm going to ask you this before we start talking about Athletes Unlimited in a little bit. Like, how have you felt about the growth of the not only coverage, but kind of the interest of the WNBA over the last couple of years? bro? Because I feel like it's growing exponentially here recently.
1: You know that's a great question, man. I appreciate you having me on. Um, As far as the growth of the W, it's been great to see. As far as marketing coverage and players getting the shine that they deserve, but at the same time, as far as the media coverage that is getting the shine that they have, um, I feel like there's a lot of people that haven't been able to get that same notoriety as others, Um, and it's been unfortunate, especially over the last two seasons in particular, where we've seen uh, women's basketball, even just you know the W, but just women's basketball as a, a total product grow yeah. uh there are so many people in this game covering it uh the way that it needs to be covered and they're not receiving the um the props that they deserve but we're, we're gonna change that
0: i i definitely agree with that i love that it is and uh even this year i think we have more nationally televised games uh the, the w as a whole not the sky but the w as a whole have more nationally yeah. televised games than what we've had um at any point in time and I do think that right or wrong, I think that super teams are going to help that casual casuals because casuals come in when it's something going on like that. And I think having the liberty, having the the, the aces where they are is going to help that. I also think Tom Brady buying the ownership is going to bring awareness again, right or wrong. It, it is what it is. And I think that, you know, having the high that we've had from the WNBA, I'm sorry, the uh, NCAA Women's Tournament as well is going to help that, too, um, even though. I say, man, like, some people got to learn that when you're just getting into a sport, it's okay to just be quiet and just get into it, man. We've had too many people trying to speak on something where it's like, I can tell you don't really watch it, man. Come on.
1: Listen, oh, man. Just, okay, so the kaylin Clark stuff aside, yeah, um, it's funny because people, when Candace Parker uh, announced that she was going to the Aces, all this whole super team stuff come out of nowhere and this isn't good for the game. And, like, first of all, Super teams in the W have been around forever. Have you never heard of the Houston Comets?
0: Exactly. It's like every heard... three years. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like,
1: have you not heard of the Phoenix Mercury in the two thousands? Yeah. Like, DB, I mean, Candice Dupree. You've got Diana Taurasi in her prime. Like, these are players that were on that team that we, we don't get, we don't talk about. <laughs> like, how many super teams has Diana Taurasi seen in her career?
0: <laughs> like <Two>. three. <laughs> three. <laughs> 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 like.
1: Uh, and honestly, man, like it really just goes back to people wanting to police women and how they act, especially bro. Um, female athletes. Like I, I, I don't get it, bro. Like go in the driveway or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, as a man, I try not to speak on it too much because, like, yeah. I, I, like, but it is because, like, it's like you, you, these people, like, right, r- whether they realize it or don't, like this idea that you have that women should be like this, like, no, they're competitors too, if not. And I'll say this. Honestly, if you watch the W, you get better competition on any random WNBA game than you usually get in the NBA. Like, like, and people are so surprised, like, all oh, the women, like, they almost got in a fight. Are you new to this? Like, this is they've been doing, this, bro. Like, they're, they're passionate, they're competitors, they're warriors, they get physical. Like, people who think that the 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 WNBA or women's sports is just should be just this one thing. It's like, come on, man. Like, like, did you not see Steph Curry did the ring thing, and there was a whole quarter left to play in the game before. Ain't nobody said nothing about that. But when women do it now, it's a problem? Come on, man.
1: This is, listen, man, it's sick. And the fact that it's so widespread and allowed in mainstream media as just like this yeah. joke. Like, it's not. It's it's competitive fervor. Like, I've, we've been seeing this our entire lives. Why can't they do it? Yeah.
0: That's a fact, that's a fact. But <laughs> since, since we went into that, I guess, let's go ahead and do the the uh, NCAA Women's Tournament first, man. Hey, how did you feel about like, I know the, the Angel Reese and the, and the Caitlin Clark and all that of it, but like, overall, like this was one of the, the most fun years of a, of a, the Women's Tournament I've, I've seen in a minute, man. It's always fun, but it's just the, the competitive nature of it. It seemed like it was a little bit different this season. How'd you feel about it?
1: Yeah, this was definitely like, statistics aside, Uh, this is probably one of the best, um, attorneys I've seen in a while, not even just for the, um, the overall output of like everybody that played, it was the fact that there's so many teams that nobody expected to make as far as they did, like Colorado and Miami. Uh, they gave (laughs) some teams some runs for their money and, you know, people always want to see the Cinderella and you could take your pick this year. There were, there were several, (laughs)
0: For sure. For sure. Um, and then with with the way that it all shook out, man, how do you how do you feel like like how how does the women's game grow off this like next season? Like, do you think that it that it, it, it is a plateau? Do you think that it's going to take another step up? Do you think that level of awareness is going to maintain through and we're going to see maybe a a better coverage over all of, of women's college basketball next season? Or Do you think this like with a lot of things is kind of going to kind of die out once the media gets done having their think pieces on it? And then we're back to where we were before.
1: Not gonna lie to you, man. Um, as an avid women basketball supporter, I am one of the many people that will tell you that I'm sick and tired of hearing that the whole um Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark thing. Like can we please move on? Like, I love the spotlight that it's had over that. Um, but there's more to this than just that one off um instance. But as far as it plateauing, that's not gonna happen. It's only up from here, man. Like the fact that there's so many games and the Championship game itself outranked so many NFL games. We talk about Super Bowls, NBA playoff games, like it's it's only gonna go up from here. And the fact that the marketing dollars are behind it now, at least from mm-hmm. what we've seen, especially um this year in Dallas, is it's definitely only up from here.
0: And one of the conversations that come out of this this NCAA women's tournament and going into the WNBA draft is should the WNBA remove the age restriction? four players going into the WNBA as far as lowering that sum. Where do you sit on that?
1: Honestly, man, um I think the um, I don't really think of it as a restriction, at least now um and mm-hmm. women's basketball in today's age. When you look at it, you see how many players actually make a roster that yeah. get drafted. It's very slim. Exactly. So honestly, I think that's great. Get your degree. Um, you know, play your fifth year. Decide what else is out there because there aren't that many 144 spots in the W, and that's yeah. it is the most competitive league that works against itself in in the world. So, like a uh, perfect example, Haley Van in the draft mm. this morning. Yeah, shout out to Marquisha Grant. Um, she's a former <laughs> women, uh, Gamecock women's basketball alum. And um, she does life skills and a lot of other things on Twitter and also the real world. But um, she broke the news that she was in the portal today and things like that. She's a graduate transfer. She's getting her fifth year. You saw the injuries they transferred, won a championship the very next year. Why can't Mm -hmm. she do it?
0: That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, And I think, too, like (laughs) probably more than any other league first round picks in the WNBA They don't even make rosters. Some don't make rosters the year they're drafted, much less the year after that or two years down the road. They're not on a WNBA roster. And like you said, I love that you you worded it as the most competitive league because it really is. There's not that many spots. And, you know, once the expansion happens and I know they're talking about that and, you know, it's probably down the road two, three years from now. um, I I would love to see like more women actually make the W, but it's not really going to it's going to solve it a little bit but not too much because that's only adding a few uh a handful of uh, extra roster spots really when you look at it like it is very competitive and you know that's why things like the athletes unlimited going overseas and playing and this was probably my first summer really i mean my first winter really watching like european women's basketball at a high high level like i watched every game that i possibly could those women be ball, like it's 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 honestly a super fun just set of games to watch in the level of competition there you're able to see WNBA players who barely get off the bench in the WNBA have have games where they're scoring 30 40 points just going off and it's it's great to see how many
1: um how many games did you catch overseas um
0: probably about 20 to 30 this year and about 10 of those being Dana Evans' games. I was man. just going to say, how many? <laughs> a lot of Dana Evans. Like, it was a lot of Dana Evans' games, man. Because, like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm so high. And, you know, and starting in starting this the sky, yeah. and, and, you know, people have seen that because I've been doing this show for almost a year now, off and on. Um, But, like, Dana Evans, to me, just has so much potential to just see her, ro- uh, not rotting, but to see her sitting on the bench. It was just, I it, I just needed to remind myself of how good she can be. And seeing those games was just, just reminded me of that. Go ahead.
1: Nah, brother. Uh, you can say Roddy. You can say you can, you yeah. can say that. Especially you look at who was getting playing time ahead of her. Um, yeah. we're not there yet, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Dana needs uh, like free Dana, bro. Free. Can, we can we free Dana. She needs to get out there. Man.
1: Right, listen, Azura was freed. You know, she she's been balling over for Gallaud uh this season. Yeah. She, I can't wait to see her in L.A. Man, she's gonna thrive next to Shanae.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. Azra is—I like she's she's a gym man, and I—I I mean, I hate to—I hate to see her go. Like we lost so many play, players this uh, this uh, winter, but it, it's it she's she's a stud. Like she knows what she's doing, man. She's a, she's an amazing talent.
1: Yeah, like just her going to a team that already has two capable Fours and Sinead and yeah. um, her sister. Like, bro, this is that's going to be a team, but unfortunately, um, they're not on the sky. So this, you know, yeah.
0: it is what it is, man. Uh, so one of the things that we'll talk about the sky, like the, the, how do you feel about the skies roster? Like what, what, with all the change now that the sky's roster is pretty much set, we don't have any draft picks. I mean, barring anything un- unexpected happening, we pretty much have the roster we're going into the season with, uh, uh, Off-season of complete change, completely rebuilding that roster. James Wade had to do on the fly. How do you feel about it right now before any games tip off?
1: Oh, man. Um, okay, face value.
0: Uh huh.
1: I don't think you know, it's, it's been some time since um, free agency. So, I, mm-hmm. honestly, I think that James Wade did the best that he could have, but I just I hate to be that person, but I just look at that trade package he gave Dallas, and I I, I just can't justify the price for Marina Mabry. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's a playmaker. She's a great shooter, and she's kind of exactly what this team needs in the backcourt, but at the same time, three first-round draft picks, man?
0: And I, I get that first round picks don't mean as much in the WNBA if you can get talent. I get that, right? right it's not exactly. like the, the NBA if you gave up that. So I understand that to a degree. But this draft, to me, is so stacked that like I I I, I don't mind one. I don't mind two. I, I don't even necessarily mind three, just but looking at this draft and considering how much revamping you had to do, it's like I, I don't know, man. I question it. But uh Marina Mabry, when I looked at a lot of her advanced analytics and stuff, and I know she did she didn't get a lot of chance, like be the passer that I think she's gonna be able to be and be asked to be here on the Chicago sky. Yeah. And she has huge scoring upside. And I think she's a hell of a talent, but that's a lot of your future to give up for one player.
1: It's a lot of your future, and you made a really good point as far as first-round draft picks. I really mean that much, um, especially in the W. But when you have the talent pool that you have coming up in the next couple of drafts. Yeah. Listen, man, there's multiple franchise game changers coming through the draft and multiple picks. We're not saying the top two, top three. We're talking about at least the top five, top seven range.
0: Yeah. And we gave up a top five pick. We had the fifth overall pick. That's what's driving me crazy. Like, could you imagine, could you imagine pairing Jordan Hartston with with Kalia Copper? It pros, everything. everything 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 like that man it's just hey listen i i i have high hopes man but uh i just look at that and like damn james gave up a lot bro he gave and now too you have to look at like we are literally going to have to be buyers in free agency or hope that Players like a Dana or somebody uh, develops and you use them well because you're not going to be adding any young talent to your team anytime soon. It's going to have to all be free agency for the next three years. All of that, and we even get to the fact that you have to convince Ka to stay. I, I, that's the thing that I literally <laughs> have tried my best not to think about because if Kalia Copper oh, leaves next God. offseason, all that doubt, that makes it even worse in hindsight at that point, bro. If you... If James Wade better be 100% convinced that he's uh, convincing Kalia Copper to stay because if Ka does not stay on this roster and hits free agency and goes and joins another team. My brother. Oh, my God. I, bro, man, the, the outrage that I'm going to have on this show. Bro.
1: Luckily for us, unluckily for Ka and Philadelphia, Philly ain't got a W team, so we know she ain't going home. But, yeah. I mean, let's say New York is still together. What's we'll stopping her from going to Liberty? I don't see her going mm-hmm. out west, but you know, yeah, what? I don't, I, I, I don't either, even though. want to think about it. I don't even want to think about
0: it. Listen, Khalid Copper uh, being in New York, playing in New York, in the Garden. Come on, man. Mm, that'd
1: be nuts. Na- Come on, that'd be nuts. That's nuts. Yeah,
0: um,
1: but <sighs> it's not even really just uh, the possibility of Khalid leaving, or. All the assets given up to acquire um, Marina Mabry, it's the fact that there is no real interior defense on this. I'm looking at the team right now. I'm looking at the roster. I Izzy is not a a, is not a defensive player, not in the slightest. Uh, So I'm really trying to figure out who is playing center. Lee is she she starting?
0: We don't even know she's she's exactly like we don't even know she's going to be on the team. And I mean, but by what James Wade talked in the introductory press conference, I feel like they're starting Izzy at the center. Now that brings its own unique set of circumstances. But if that's what they're doing, right, it's either like I don't know, man. Like I, I gotta see it um come. I like Izzy. Don't get me wrong. I like the, the Isabel Harrison signing. I love her coming to this team. I am high on her. I think that she has a motor and that she's gonna go. She's gonna, she's gonna, she's gonna make plays. But you have to also be realistic on the player's skill set, right? And she, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: I just feel like we're, we're putting too much um, defensive pressure on Kat to perform the way she did in the past, and now mm-hmm. to you know take that leadership role and to be what Candace was last year. That's yeah. that's asking a lot. And once again. Um, they're not going to be competing anytime soon. And one of the great crazy things that James Way said when they asked him about the draft picks after the trade in the first initial breakdown, what did he say? We're not effing losing?
0: Yeah, that's what he said.
1: But you're not going to win either, man. <laughs> like, uh, Listen, I've met Coach. He's a great guy. I love his energy. He is one of the most fiery motivators in the W. But you, at some point, you have to wake up and smell the coffee, man. It's over. Kyle leaves.
0: It's over. Oh, if Kyle leaves. It's it, definitely it's, it's over now. Here's the question: I'm gonna, I because I I presented this kind of to the to the audience at one point. I'm gonna ask mm-hmm. you this, man. Kalia Copper, do you think she has an MVP level season in her this upcoming year? Because it's all gonna be on her.
1: It is all gonna be on her. Um, I could see it, mm-hmm. but I just feel like there's just too many names above her. With more of a spotlight on them, kind of um you got your Asia Wilsons, now you got the three-headed monster in New York. um But if that actually happens and New York plays well, I really mm-hmm. only think, and I don't think it should go this way, but I really don't think that Brianna Stewart's going to be the only one to get real MVP consideration. That's fair. So I think that's fair. I think it's going to be between Asia and Brianna um as far as mvp talks next year and that's just that's already the mold <laughs> that we've got yeah. it man so like yeah, that's gonna have to have like the season of her life but um I, 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 I definitely think that she has it in her like she has that drive to do it
0: for sure for sure when you uh when you look at the super teams that form the liberty the aces if you had to pick e- any either one of those teams uh not go as far as what people are expecting. That means anything short than the WNBA finals. Which one do you think may fall short?
1: Oh, the Liberty by by far. Um, okay. For a simple fact that the Aces approved, they can do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, and they basically just added a former MVP in, uh, in Candace Parker and kept everything else the same. It's like, hey. Man, come I,
1: and see, honestly, man, I really do feel like the people that are too heavily critical um, of the Aces and their current structure, either mm-hmm. because they ha- have some type of feeling about the way the Derek Hammy situation went down, which I understand completely. You have the right to feel that way. Because I, yeah. honestly, myself, still look the little side-eye.
0: That's fair. Yeah, That's f- completely fair.
1: And now, um, or yeah, the other side, where you're just an Aces hater, and you just don't like Las Vegas because... Not sure why. Because super teams aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like you just said, you add Candace Parker... Um, you know, you keep Aquana Williams, you keep your core. Uh, I, I just don't know what they have to prove. And then you look over in New York, they have all these new pieces. You're expecting everybody to pitch in and, you know, play their role, but no one really knows what their role is besides the big three. And yeah. I'm not really sold on Courtney Vandersloot and a Sabrina Ionescu
0: backcourt. Um, um, am, I, am I wrong? Am I wrong for thinking that, that that backcourt may get lit the hell up? Like, am I oh, just no. wrong for thinking that? Right.
1: No man, that backcourt is barbecue chicken. Um, I, I, I'm just, I'm just not sold on it, and I'm not being a hater because, like, I, I've seen Courtney Vanders in person. I saw her in the playoffs last year. It yeah. was not pretty. She was getting eaten alive, and she's still the point guy, Don't get me wrong, but teams are gonna, she's gonna be on the scouting report, and I yeah. need New York to know that, that that backcourt is gonna get eaten alive. And they got to do something about it, whether that's Sabrina maybe bringing the ball up a little bit more often than Courtney. I don't know. They got to figure it out because both of them are really kind of combo guards when you think about it. Um, Sloot was playing a little of the two when Dana was in uh, early last season, and it was was looking pretty good. But as far as in New York, um, that's probably my biggest question mark is that backcourt. Everything else, I mean, you got two of the best front protectors in WNBA history. I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't have to worry about the it's interior. It's a cheat code. It's a cheat, it's a cheat code. code. <laughs> <it> like, <laughs> oh man, it's ridiculous how how stacked that front court is, man. Um, man. But yeah, I, I I agree with that. If I had to pick any one of the super teams that formed to to kind of disappoint, it would be the New York Liberty. Uh, but I still think uh, you got to look at the talent. Maybe it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna shake out. But defensively against against stacked backcourts. They to gonna, they to have they. It's gonna be tough for them. It's gonna be real tough for
1: them. Yeah, but the think I look at them though. They have the defense.
0: I mean, yeah, they,
1: they got Didi. They still have Benaja. Like they are gonna be fearsome. But will they give up more points than they um than they score? I don't think so. But it's gonna be it's gonna, it's it's gonna take it's gonna take a time to get that gelling because like I said, it's a lot more moving pieces.
0: For sure, for sure. All right, another thing that I wanted to bring you on, man, we talked about the draft. We talked about – oh, first, uh, we, we kind of talked about the draft a little bit. When I Before we get off that, who do you think is gonna end up being the best talent to come out of this draft that actually makes a team? Like I know we talked touched a little bit on it. Uh a few players. I'm looking at uh Haley Jones as well. Haley Jones is just a monster, she does she does it all. Um it's crazy. Like in most mocks, she's not expected to go into like sixth or seventh, which it's I guess kind of makes sense. But like I think I look at Haley Jones and I think she's gonna be the best talent to come out this draft. What about you?
1: You know, it's a deep draft, but I really do feel like um the level of disrespect that national media has treated uh, Leah Boston with and oh, sure. her, her time in South Carolina. Um, you know, it really just shows who's looking at stat sheets and who's not actually watching the games. Yeah. Because if you watch the games, you understand she's getting dogged in the paint. Yeah. There's no defense in three seconds in the college game, so they are literally just whamming at her. And – I really think that that plays a huge part into people and their perception of her game. They think that she's not flashy in this and all this other stuff. I'm like, well, go look at the past three seasons before this year. And I want you to see how good she plays, how well she plays, how cohesively her game is when she's not getting three bodies on her at once
0: great point. I mean, I think she's going to be the number 1 overall pick though. Of I course. think I yeah, she's going to be the number 1 overall pick. Like if she if she goes anywhere lower than 2nd, somebody somebody's smoking some stuff that I I need to want ask where they getting it from because listen, if
1: Lynn Dunn passes uh Lynn Dunn is the GM <laughs> of the Pacers, not the Jesus Pacers. Uh the Fever. <laughs> <laughs> of the Indiana Fever. If she passes uh on Aliyah Boston, I need her resignation on my imaginary desk. I do. That's fair. I I just don't understand how you pass on the generational talent like that. I mean, I I, I just don't get it. She is the best two-way player to come out of the college game in years. I mean, we haven't seen a play like this in Sylvia Fowles. And that's... You
0: saw how that worked out. Hall of Fame career.
1: Hall of Fame career. One of the best to ever pick up a basketball, male or female. And this is coming from a a Tamika catching super fan. So I mean, <laughs> hey, like, you can
0: you can pick a lot worse players than Tamika catches to be a super fan of because oh man,
1: yeah. catch man, I, every time I think about it, man, she makes me smile, man.
0: I feel it, I feel it, bro. But all right, man. One thing I want to talk to you about before we go, we don't have to get into like the nitty gritty details of it. But this was. I touched on a little bit last year, but this is my first year like watching the Athletes Unlimited tournament from the start to finish the women's basketball tournament. And overall, what Athletes Unlimited is doing for women's sports, I think needs to be commended in general as well. Um, how do you feel about that 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 league? What what it can turn into? Do you think it could be what they kind of set out to for to or hope that they could be? And that's like to give WNBA players another place they can go to earn money to not have to go overseas do you think it's going to legitimately develop into that they partnered with the WNBA this season I think last season too every game aired on the WNBA network we know they need more uh, content there anyway how do you feel about the athletes in limited terms
1: honestly man it was probably the greatest idea that I've never had (laughs) Uh, um it's just having the avenue to be able to not have to go overseas. Mm-hmm. and, you know, hone your craft while still having fun. side. it's really all, um, well, not all, but one of the main things that um, W players have been asking for for forever. Yeah. And now that that avenue is here, it's time for the W and for their marketing partners to step up. It's really as simple as it is. Grow this league, make it something that it could be and should be, and create a way for your players not to go overseas all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, some will still do that because, you know, they enjoy it. You know, they, they they love what they've been doing and they don't want to end it, you know, try something else. Because they've been doing something for so long and it works. But for those that don't have that interest, grow the game, make it something that it could be.
0: Grow the game. hey. Yeah, Shout out to Sabria Shout Uh, out to Sabria, man That's my girl You got this Listen, I I need to have Sabria on the show, man I need to If if you can facilitate that Y'all may need you to hook that up, bro Listen, I I can
1: talk to her Um, (laughs) You know, basketball season's coming up And, you know I'm sure she got some free time,
0: man yeah, but uh the at the at, so one of the things that I wanted to get out the athletes in limited tournament was really see Courtney Williams and Isabel Harrison, new additions to the Chicago Sky, because that was my time. Like I really wanted to take a look at them specifically, and I got to see a lot of them. But overall, like the game, like the basketball was just so it was like and you you said it before we started it's like a pickup game, and I mean that in a positive way. Like yeah, it's just the fact that the teams—it's cha- such an interesting take on it too, because most leagues would have this thing where you do your team, you do your drafts, whatever, and that's who you rock with. But the fact that the teams change every week and you get a completely different new set of, of players together, it, you really get a look at so many different of, of uh, so many of these women, and they all ball Like it was a it was it was one of the most fun tournaments I've seen. And I will say this though, I think that the timing of it, the nice. fact that the, kind of where it fell in. And, and, and in the competition like with with women's uh college basketball and then you have also the NBA game going on at that time. I would maybe like to see it maybe push some, but that that's just a little critique I have, but overall the tournament itself, the the product that it that it developed was amazing.
1: Yeah, the product is great. Um you know, every league has some of its um shortcomings, but mm-hmm. the way that um that AU kind of, you know, navigated those waters. Mm-hmm. Like, there was um, an incident, I believe, where um, there was a lot of moisture on the court. I think it was really humid inside the gym. Yeah. And then they um, canceled the in-person games for that night. But they still liked activities outside of the arena, and they still have stuff going on for fans that still wanted to you know, watch the games. Um, I saw this one video on the timeline that um, somebody set up monitors for the game that they were actually, like, broadcasting outside they put them outside people that were like walking by fans are still watching so like things like that that means a lot to people that you know even i think it means a lot but to people that you know wanted to go and still out down there you know downtown they still having fun so
0: for sure and i'm definitely going to try to go uh to to a couple of games next season i'm already on schedule to go to 12 chicago sky games this season on top of that so i'll be i'll be at sky representing very heavily this season uh but yeah, man. Hey, overall, this athletes' Unlimited, If you guys have not checked it out, definitely suggest even checking out the replays on the WNBA uh, league pass if you have it. But next year, definitely watch it because it's, it's it was super fun, man. It was, it was some of the most fun I had.
1: Yeah, man, it was it's dope. Uh, this year it was in Dallas. I think next year is going to be in Arizona. I'm mm. not sure. I think I heard something about Arizona, um, but the details. I'm not sure when they come out, but. As far as the timing of when it's placed, uh, that's not the first time I I actually heard that, but I think it's the only time that really works because it's kind of like right before the W season and uh, it ends kind of right before uh, tourney time. So I I guess it's kind of the only time that really works, but um, yeah, man, they're doing wonders uh, for this women's sports in general.
0: Yeah, women's sports growing hugely, man. Before we go, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you this. If you could pick any one thing that the W needs to to improve on to help grow that league. I know that's hard because I know there's probably a bunch of things, especially somebody who watches it in and out every day. But what's the one thing that you would like to see the W improve on to help really grow the league the way that it needs to be?
1: Yes, sir. So 84% of sports journalists are male. 83% of sports journalists are white males. Amplify mm-hmm. the black voices that cover the game and make the game that what it is. You got your big lows. You got your beat to rails. You got your Sabrias. You got your Ari Chambers. Make these people the face of the game. And then you'll see what the game rewards everybody with.
0: That's a great point, bro. And I love that you went different way with it. Cause most people look at the league and like marketing things like that. That's, that's an amazing point. And Yeah. It needs to happen, man, and you know I know you are doing your part. I plan on trying to do my part to grow the W as well, man. We need to get the voices out there because these women deserve it, man. It's been it's a great league with great uh, talent and amazing players in it, uh, coaches everything, and so um, hope to see the W continue, man, and we'll be here to cover it.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a, it's gonna be uh, the sky. They're not gonna be bad, but they're yeah. they're gonna be fun to watch. Listen, any team of like Courtney Williams the mid-range mistress herself, it's it's going to be a must-see basketball. (laughs) That's for sure. That's for damn
0: sure. (laughs) That's for damn sure. They're going to be playing with a lot of heart, that's for sure. Christian, tell the people where they can find you. Read your articles and what you write. Go ahead and give them all the good stuff.
1: Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at snacks for tweets like the snacks you eat for then tweets. Uh, You can find me at uh, Wings Bulletin this season where I'll be making uh, Dallas Wings content. Um, I still love the Chicago Sky. Don't get me wrong, I am born and raised in Chicago. Uh but <laughs> I live in <laughs> Hey, you
0: got... yeah, you live
1: in Dallas, man. Live in but I, is, I live in Dallas now, so uh I'll be reporting catch my content on Twitter. Um it's pretty much all of my timeline.
0: That's what's up. And then when uh the sky and the Dallas Wings play, I'm gonna have to have you on the post game show. That's how we do that. That's what we do, man. Hey man,
1: I'm hey, I'm down. I'm down. As long as the Wings
0: win. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to say that But you know <laughs> But thank you for joining me man Everybody you want to follow uh, the show You can do so at Chicago Sky Pod On every social media platform you can send us any feedback Questions, comments, concerns Chicago Sky Central at gmail.com And lastly you want to leave a text message Voicemail 773-270-2799 We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Sky related We out this month Be sure.